Pushing Buttons, part of the Geek Freaks Network. I am Kyle. And I'm Frank. And today we have Squeaks. I'm Squeaks. <laughs> oh God, he's doing the whispering thing. He can't do a normal intro. Just so if you guys are listening to Pushing anymore. Buttons, you don't know about the rest of Geek Freaks Network, Squeaks doesn't do normal intros. It's not his thing. So. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to Pushing Buttons. I'm glad to have you here. And yes. I believe this is your first time on the show. Welcome. I think, I think it is actually. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm super and, excited to be uh, communicating with Kyle today. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> we have a great subject, of course. Uh, God of War Ragnarok just came out and we're all three playing it. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a deep dive on it today. Looking forward to getting some discussion as well as getting each of our thoughts out and to the open and going from there. Kevin, who normally would be, you know, of course, running pushing buttons as well, um, didn't have a PS5. Just got it what, like yesterday. His wife surprised him with it. Because apparently Very she cool. signed up for one of those, like, you know, like, let me know things last year. And he didn't know about that. And all of a sudden it's like, surprise, honey, here's not only a PS5, but it's the God of War edition with the PS, with Ooh, God of War Ragnarok. God of War. Okay. That's a keeper right there. That's a good wife right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, except for you're, you're, you're late. So that's a mark on the wife. jeez. <laughs> 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 you should have been faster, honey. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been pissed. <laughs> Oh man, savage! Oh yeah, we're getting into the Kratos vibe today. Now you, now you hear what Sarah has to put up with. I mean, come yeah, on, over exactly. at Disney moms. Yeah. <laughs> no, she knew better. She knew better. I better have that on day one. So yeah. <laughs> we don't need we don't need clothes for the kids. We need my PS Five. No, exactly. Yeah, I mean, at that time it was probably warm outside anyway. So. <laughs> so Goodness. Oh uh, no! Was it Filber Winter or whatever it's called? It's called uh, Fumble, Fumble, Fumble something. Fumble yeah. Winter. Fimble Winter. Fimble Winter. Winter is the yeah. term. Yes. oh man okay (laughs) well i think we should clarify uh like where we're at in the story uh yeah you know just are we gonna mark this as spoiler territory i suppose we are i I think we yeah let's let's go spoilers i'm i don't want to hide anything man okay so so, uh, to a certain point of the game depending on which of us is furthest i believe i am I think it's we'll find out of course it's got to be okay so uh, (laughs) squeaks we'll say i'm at at 13 hours squeaks you're at what like 12 13 14 12 and a half, 12 and a half, 12 and a half hours. Yeah. He I'm just, at 20. You're at 20 hours. Of course you fucking are. Of course you are. I, you're like, oh, I don't want to wait. I want to wait till we're on the podcast to talk about it. I knew you're going to be above us both. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. He beat, he like put 60 hours of cyberpunk in over a weekend. Somehow that doesn't work out. Not a weekend. It, it was about a week. I do want to say, I'm, I'm super proud of myself though, for how much I have not been involved in like video games lately and trying to make time for it with the family and yeah. all that. I definitely am pushing my body limits to the max of being ex- super tired. I mean, it's either I wake up super early in the morning or I stay up late at night to play this game. So to be at 12 and a half hours to match Frank, I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> and, nice. and even well for, for myself too, like I haven't really played, I haven't been playing video games as much as I normally do. Yeah, and same. to have a console game make me like, I could stay up a little later or wake up, make coffee and like, all right, I'm up and back on. Like it's been fun. a long time since the console game's done that. It, Squeaks, just real quick, what you what you told me in the text? Go ahead and bring that up because that's exactly how I'm feeling. Oh yeah, this was um, oh shit, what did I say in the text? Oh, that's right, this uh, reference. Okay, so this is the first game in so long that it makes me want to actually 100 percent it, and I actually didn't feel this way until uh, the last since well, the last time I felt this way since mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man, the first one. Yeah, um, I'm getting that so, same vibe here too. Exactly. Uh, yes, yep. most definitely. What do you think of Kevin or Kyle? <laughs> how, are you, how are you feeling? It's K Dames. Well, uh, on Kevin's behalf, I've seen him putting in the time and energy too. Like I was, you know, playing God of War this morning and I saw he was playing at like 7 a.m. I was like, oh shit, here we go. Good for him. But uh, yeah, I feel like this is a game I can't wait to explore every inch of. I did the same with God of War 2018. Looking forward to doing it again. Yeah. I actually want to push my difficulty level up. So let's talk about that too. Uh, the first one I played on the easiest difficulty because I played it later than everybody else and it was on stream. Um, I, I started out normal, then I moved it down. I'm right now that there's like two notches below normal and one notch below normal. So I'm not the easiest, but I'm not at normal. Where are you guys at? Uh, yeah, I'm actually playing at that same difficulty. Um, yeah. Only because, I mean, uh, I don't know, no real reason, really. I kind of just wanted yeah. to enjoy it. It uh, feels normal, good. There are definitely bosses that are challenging, but it's not. Yeah. Like oh, yes. Yes, for sure. I've died a couple times. Well, I think I feel like I died multiple times to try to be more fancier with my combat skills. Yeah. Like you purchase all these like moves and you're like, okay, I want to use them now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> then you kind of forget like, okay, what was it that I'm supposed to do? 
Uh, but no real reason. I usually play all my games on normal, but for this one, I don't know. I think I just kind of wanted to, yeah, smooth sail with the story, really. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. What do you, what do you okay. have? Well, this should come as no surprise, but I played God of War 2018 on God of War difficulty. I'm oh. doing the same this time around. Oh, are you it's what? freaking fantastic. It's good. <laughs> it's really damn good. Nice. Just show is it, it, uh, just show it, show it up and like embarrassing us both. That's what this I'm whole surpri- podcast is about. Well, it, I'm it surprised depends he didn't on... show it with the red on his face already. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. The mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Exactly. S- story-wise, it's where really are you guys intense. at then? Because like, I... Squeaks, you were saying you, you're still in the Freya zone, right? The first, like, Freya zone. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I ventured off a little bit in the Freya zone, but now I'm ready to walk through that door and move on. Okay. I kind of did a little side questing there. For myself... Are you talking about uh, yeah. Is that where it is? I don't recognize. I don't remember these yeah. names very well. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's it's Vanheim. It is. Okay. Um, I am past the Asgard phase with Atreus. And I'm now I we oh, gotta do spoilers, man. Oh, I know. Man, that's why you <laughs> no, like that next part. Huh? I'm not that far yet. If that's where you are. <laughs> are you serious? I'm in, I'm in the middle of Vanaheim. Yeah, oh, I'm so doing the side quest in there. Oh shit! Okay, well oh, that's because he's, okay. he's working on hard mode, so it's like he's actually. And I'm doing the side quest as I go along too. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it's hard. It's difficult. But well, I'm having fun with it. <laughs> you guys are gonna go to Asgard next. Oh man, do you feel like that it's came early? Beautiful. It makes Asgard total sense it? when you see how the really? story's going. Yeah, it makes okay. sense because now you're playing two completely different stories right now. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, because okay. I'm, I'm done with that part, and I'm on to the next thing, and mm-hmm. you're playing completely different stories now. Yeah. Oh it's wow! Freaking cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It kind of hinted at that with the Ironwood section, which I really enjoyed. I I did too. Yeah, that was the one spot where I was like, okay, I kind of want to I want to hang out in this area more. We'll do some more side questing. Yeah, which every area is designed really well. But something about that area was cool. Agaboda, I think, is has been a really cool character too. Like, I'm, very much. You know, I agree. I'm rooting for yeah. Did a great job. But you do get a sense of like you know the different protagonists you play as between Kratos and Atreus. Like it's starting to splinter off, mm-hmm. and you're spending more time as Atreus. I presume as the game goes forward, as you're kind of hinting at there, Frank. <laughs> it splits. Yeah, you're you're playing Atreus has got his own story now, and hmm. Kratos still has his. And their motivations, oh God, it's so, like, prophecies in this game are so freaking neat, right? Because it's, how much can you change prophecies? Can you change prophecies? Uh, like, I mean, I'm going to spoil a little bit more for you guys. So after the, mm-hmm. after the, the Asgard phase, you're back to Kratos, and you and Freya go and meet the Fates again. Like, you know the Fates that he killed last time? You're meeting, oh, okay. the, you're meeting the Vikings versions of them, and they just kind of, like, mind fuck you real quick and then you're like oh shit <laughs> and then you walk out of there just like i have nothing but doubt now thanks and leave <laughs> it's like shit that sucks um it was a really cool scene that was like this is definitely something that could have been on like an hbo or a netflix series like this conversation uh would have been really cool but uh it the game has got me questioning all my choices and what i thought was gonna happen i have no clue was gonna happen i thought it was gonna come down to like my prediction was that Oh yeah, we'll see. We'll see Atreus work with Odin, and then he'll pull a trick on Odin to to save the day, and he'll stick with his dad. But now I'm like, no, I don't know if that's the case. I think, and I don't know. I think I'm rooting against Kratos a little bit, like in in part hmm. of me, which is something that's really really well done through. It's the acting that's really doing it too, because I'm I, like. In the beginning of the game, just like in the last game, I'm sure you guys have this thing too, where you're like, God, the boy's annoying sometimes. Like, grow up, kid. Stop acting aggressive or whatever. But he's coming to age now. And so, like, when you're, the, when you're Kratos and your dad, you're kind of like, yeah, he's coming of age. I wish he wasn't, like, worshiping Tyr so much or whatever. And now, as you're, when you're playing as him, you're kind of like, yeah, you're, Kratos, get up my back a little bit. Trust me. I got a plan. It's not great, but I got a plan. So, I don't know. It's doing a really good job being conflicting like that. Yeah, as we've seen the story for Squeaks and I anyway, uh, you really start to see a divide between the two characters. And Atreus mm-hmm. is trying to fulfill these prophecies and becoming Loki or the champion. But at times he's having to be at odds with himself because of how it's you know affecting Kratos, his dad. And all Kratos wants is to spend more time with his son. Mm-hmm. We've seen that countless times. He's just trying to protect him and keep him safe. 
and you know get as much time with them as he can before these prophecies come to fruition. So I think it's really you know fascinating as a player to be able to experience both protagonist's point of view and see where each of them are coming from and how that affects the story. Yeah, definitely. As a dad, Squeaks, you're the only one here as a dad, that's a dad. Can you kind of speak to the father-son relationship you're seeing for him here? Is that any of it seem like it's ringing more true to you than it would for others? Yeah, if this was Last of Us, maybe I can do the father-daughter thing, because all I got is daughters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, a little bit, right? Because some of the, uh, obviously, like, you know, kids, and you raise them, and they just want to be, um, can't think of the name, um, and, and vicious in their decisions, right? And they're making, mm-hmm. and you're like, hold on, step back, calm down, think about what you're doing, and then also you're trying to, you're going to hurt yourself. So I got always, I can't be like right next to you every single time to pull you away from something you're about to hurt yourself for. Uh, so that's kind of like what we see with Atreus, right? I mean, he's doing, he's pushing uh, through with his story um, uh, prophecy that he sees or whatever he wants to learn about himself. But it's like, dang, he, it's kind of like he's, in, he's just looking, he's tunnel vision, right? Yeah. And Kratos yeah. is like over, like around him uh, and he needs to expand that, that vision. So, but I think that's later down the road, but right now we just see someone that's being headstrong with the choices that he's making. I think that makes sense, though, because I remember as a teenager, like looking back on my teenage age, uh, I was a pain in the ass plenty of times. <laughs> and I think that's kind of where we're at right now. We're playing as somebody going through that phase where basically you would do anything that's not what your parents said to do, you know? Yeah. So I think I think we're kind of experiencing that right now with, with Atreus, which has me excited for what might come. I know that they said they're not going to do any more of these games, but... I cannot imagine not having Hold a trace focus game now. What do you mean? Like this is the last one? This is the last of this Correct. version of God of War. Yeah, they're like, uh, like this behind the shoulder version, or you mean like the story like, line? Like or? this, like Odin, like this uh Norse stuff. Uh yeah, they're really? changing everything about God of War after this, like they did already once. Okay. Okay. Which okay, yeah, feels like bullshit to me. I don't like that at all. I actually disagree. I think it's a great move. I think the reason for it is because, as the story is hinting at, maybe we're going to play as Atreus in a future game, just solely as him, as Loki. Oh, yeah. Are we going to talk about the future right now, or are we going to talk about that later? Oh, later. Okay, because I got a whole like story in my mind. I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to be <laughs> on the Santa Monica <laughs> Studio like front door right now. Yeah. Pitch it to him. Give so. me a hint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else from the story you guys want to talk about before we go into the future stuff, then? Uh, well, uh, just for just, what we've seen so far, yeah. uh, you know, for what you're hinting at, Frank, it sounds like it's going to get even more epic as it goes on. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm only like two worlds ahead of you. I'm like two quests basically ahead of you guys. So I'm not that far ahead mm-hmm. of you. Just a heads up on that. Still much more to go. And uh, so if anybody's listening to this who's already beaten the game, like, yeah, hey, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> no. yeah. But uh, yeah. It's... We deep dive in the game right now? Or are we doing that next? We're doing that right now. Yeah. Whatever you, okay, whatever okay. you want. Yeah. I, I do want to say something about how refreshing this game is uh, when you compare it. Uh, all I ever think about is the old God of Wars when I'm playing this game. And a lot of it is because of the experiences that we grew up with and the experience that Kratos had to, like, be on that journey with him, right? Mm-hmm. It's so nice to see uh, Kratos changed, right? After all these games of just rage and, honestly, Tunnel Vision himself, really. Yeah. Um, just to kill gods. It's so, feels so good to have him, like, step back a little bit and be mm-hmm. more wiser. Um, and you see that with, it feels like an age thing too. And obviously his experience is everything he's been through to give those life lessons to Atreus or to have those one-on-one conversations with Freya. Uh, and then how he, oh my God, the one that like uh, kind of stuck me a little bit to the heart was when Kratos was finally talking about his past with Freya when you're just walking around, right? Yes. Like, In Vanaheim. I've yeah, been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, like, yes. Um, but something too what I like about this one compared to the 2018 one is the teaming up with different characters you know how we yeah. how we're uh, um, playing with Atreus and uh, who will have a random you know either the dwarf or the uh, I can't really Ag- Agaba or Ag- Agaboda Agaboda uh, but then it's like cool with teaming up with Freya at the same time when you're Kratos yeah so I think yeah. that's pretty neat um, um, and then obviously playing as others so playing as Atreus which is new, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. I never I played that old uh, ones too, so it's I, it's like for me, I'm like anytime I can get any of the Greek story, I'm like, oh heck yeah, because I don't know any yeah. of it. So I was like, oh, oh shit, yeah, I never played this. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh man, wow, <laughs> ready Weird. for the re- remake? Come on, 
Yeah. yeah, could you imagine a God of War remake in the vein of these two games? Like, it'd be really cool to experience, I think. Take yeah. my money so that, freaking fast. So, Frank, have you never played God of War 3? No. Oh, my Ooh. God. That's like one of my almost all-time favorite games right there. I've played yeah. that one so many times. I know times. a lot of this game refers back to it. Yeah. Like that, Yeah, because but... if you had to play anyone, that's the one to play, man. Like, you could get the yeah. backstory real quick, but that's the one where you're just killing God after God after God. Yeah. Um, yeah, someday, just someday that intro care. alone with Poseidon was oh, that was so badass. Like that was easily <laughs> one of the best fights in the game. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> real good. I yeah, really like wow. the fight uh, in the Freya world. You guys have probably already done that though because you're doing side quests. Uh, where you fight the when she starts breaking the roots. Does this start to sound familiar to you guys? And I think that yeah, with the uh, Nidhog, right? Yeah, and it, 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 when yeah. that fight was so cool, the way he's like able to that go through dimensions. Cool. Was oh, like yeah, it took okay. a sec to realize like what was one hundred percent was going on. I was like, oh my god, that is so neat to watch. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right, dodge it. <laughs> no, yeah, but it was just super cool. I really liked that fight a lot. That was a neat one. Yeah, it, was. it took me a sec to get it down, but <laughs> yeah. Um, if we're talking about boss fights, let's just go into the gameplay. Like, yeah, what do you guys feel fair. like when you play it? Uh, it feels um, feels tight. Okay, I get, that's how I, uh, I kind of compare it <laughs> to how loosely it was when it uh, in the old games, and I kind of think of it like a, de- a Devil May Cry when it comes to the old yeah. games, because it feels uh, loose, I can do whatever I want, freestyle, blah, blah, blah. But now it really transitions with the last Devil May Cry 5, right? Yeah, 5. It felt um, like, okay, you can't be as free. Like, we're going to grip it a little bit, you're going to do some cool stuff, but it's not as uh, um, stylish or wildish like it used to be. But that's not a bad thing because I really do yeah. enjoy this gameplay. I like the the tighter of the amount of moves um, use and unlock, um, and then using like your side buddy to uh, kind of help you out, maybe stun some enemies. Um, I like using the. I, I feel like this one obviously lets you forces you to use his blades more often. Um, yeah. So the first one you got that much later. Well, I don't know about much later. It's been a while, but you get it later, and you're kind of like, eh, I like my axe. You know, I'm staying Viking. But I went into this one and be like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to unleash my Greek like war on these motherfucking Norse people, you know? So I think we're about to fun. unlock. I think I'm about to unlock a third weapon. And oh, it has weapon? me so freaking excited because okay. okay. I just found it. And they're like, oh, this is a hilt to a oh, like why you're picking up Mir Mir or what's his name? Mir Mir? That's not right. Mimir. Thank you. The head? He's, yes. <laughs> he's one of my favorite characters in the first one. And he's still yep. one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. in this one. I freaking love that character. But mm-hmm. I was picking up, he's like, oh, I recognize that hilt. Like, almost, like, foreboding. And he's like, and then, like, I read the flavor text because I can't help but read the flavor text on everything in this game. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, an important hilt that's useless without the rest of its parts or something like that. And it's like, oh, okay, so uh, I'm, okay. I'm going to get me a sword. <laughs> and uh, some king's awesome. sword. Yeah, it's pretty dope looking. Um, and then there's, I'm sure you guys have passed them up. There's, like, these glowing rock spots that you can't activate or anything like that yet. So, you're like, okay, I'm going to yeah. shove the sword into that rock. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, that's going to be cool. Got it. Combat wise, I gotta say, guys, the fact that you could play as a trace is a huge plus in this game to me. Yeah, because for some somehow they 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 mastered this right where when I'm playing a trace and Kratos, they both have like the same move set in a lot of ways, like okay, blah 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 blah, but they feel different enough to where when you're playing a Kratos, each swing of that axe you could kind of feel the swing and they chunk down the hill, boom, boom, boom. Even if you're playing as the as the uh, Blades of Chaos. I've kind of got this whole pushing forward with everything. When you're playing as a trace, you're like much faster. Everything's quicker. Oh, let me throw a couple bows and let me do some fancy stuff. Like I'm going so much faster. The health is going down in a different way, but I'm just hitting them with a flurry of blows and that feels cool. You know, like both feel very, and the way that it switches off is it's just about the right time when it's like, well, I kind of want to play a trace again where I'm faster. Like, okay, now let's go ahead and hit something with that big ass axe. You know, it's a, it's a good pacing in that way too, I think. Yeah, Ragnarok, I think, uh, with its combat, has easily achieved what it tried to do over the first game. And that's just increasing the variety of gameplay. And we see that with the different partners, as well as, you know, switching between Kratos and Atreus himself. Like, I really love the effects of their partners, like with Angerboda's, like, uh, dust, or or lack of a magic dust. Like, the particle effects are really fun to watch and, you know, also take advantage of. Like exploding enemies and dealing AOE damage to them all. Mm-hmm. And same with Freya, like her wide variety in her toolkit. Like it was just really fun to see all the different combinations with Kratos and how he can 
make advantage of all of those different techniques. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle, uh, did you happen to do, this is going to back to Frank's weapons and gameplay, uh, you did the wedding uh, side quest uh, where he talks about like Odin and Freya's wedding. I'm actually on that right now. Yeah, I'm okay. in the River Delta. Okay, sorry, I'm going to spoil you something. So no, going back to Frank's uh, weapon thing. So <laughs> you actually unlock a weapon for Freya. She gets another sword. Oh, and nice. uh, it changes. Okay. Uh, you could change between her. Um, um, I don't know. It's uh, amulet or something. Any in the settings mm-hmm. to change how she, how she fights with next to you. So yeah, uh, I actually changed her now cool to where she's, you get weapons. Yeah, and you could change like how she's her ability. So now I changed her to where she's using her Valkyrie attacks more. So now you see uh-huh. her like change into a bird and sweep through people a lot more than she was mm-hmm. before. So yeah. I do like how you kind of like modify people. Um, I, I, did, I don't care for the ability where she shoots the purple arrows because uh, yeah. then I have to activate them more I cautiously, um, which also Atreus gets that ability too, so head spawn that. Um, mm. But to me, I, I so I kind of shunned her away from that. Like, don't use that unless I actually need you to use that kind of thing. So it was pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, if I have one complaint so far, it's the amount of hand-holding in the game because it feels like there's a lot of instances where characters are giving you hints to puzzles and stuff like super early before you have a chance no. to figure it out yourself. But I know it's no. a minor nitpick, but... I don't no, know about I early because sometimes I'm <laughs> yeah, like, can you fucking say something, please? <laughs> <laughs> I literally looked at my uh, one. Uh, I don't know who it was at the time, but I literally looked at the partner that I was next to. I was like, motherfucker, you can say something now. Okay, I'm literally <laughs> just staring at rocks. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I, I I do like the way that's like a minimal UI. So the guidance is your partner, and he's just or they're just like looking into a random direction. Like I have a feeling I got to go in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a part where like you're using the wolves, and um. Freya is saying like, oh, use the, where, wherever the wolves are looking, steer that way. And she reminds you later on, I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it. You don't have to remind me kind of thing. But I do like the fact that it's minimal because I'm, I'm looking for, I gave him the scent of something, Atreus, and there's, mm. or whatever. And they're like heading in that direction. And so I just have to kind of steer with them. It feels, it's like open world and guided in a really cool way. Yeah. The open world parts in this game, I think, are better than the first one. Oh, yeah. When you're oh, uh, by on far. the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, the instances of you know, traveling by canoe or by uh bobsled for lack of a better term. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like it's more expansive, bobsled. like even though each of these areas are smaller than the Lake of nine. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's more open somehow. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. Like, I just love exploring every nook and cranny in each of these side areas. Yeah. I need to go back and play some side quests. Cause now I'm wanting to hear that wedding story and stuff, I, which I love that yeah. about this game. They know I'm going to, but it's like, man, I want to know did more. Did you guys go to the Barrens in Alfheim? Yeah. Yeah. The, that was a, really cool. The side quest with the giant jellyfish. Yeah. I can't remember the name yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I started yeah. a little bit of that. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get back on track because I didn't want to get too far behind on the story. I basically didn't want to arrive to this and be the one that didn't know what's going on. So <laughs> that was like mm-hmm. one of my big focuses Props to you, Frank. on not doing the side <laughs> stories because I was like, I got to be ahead of this because I know I yeah. know Kyle's going to be way the hell ahead of me. <laughs> so I had to beat that. Yeah. Only in playtime. Yeah. With the yeah, with this uh, side quest though, and I was just telling Frank about Kyle here now is that uh, the side quests really do feel like they should be snippets of the main story because they're so mm-hmm. big and the storytelling on a side quest is well done with the jellyfish or with the Freya's wedding. Um, it doesn't feel like I mean, okay, I'll just say real quick like a World of Warcraft side quest when you're like a little quest that it's not really partaking in the main story. Like you just do it real yeah. quick and you're done. It actually has a story to it. It's pretty nice. Yeah, they have like character beats and mm-hmm. things that, you know, lead to further character development. Mm-hmm. You know, it helps me understand Kratos better when he wants to spend more time with Atreus, just for that yeah. fact alone. Like, it, it really opens up how each of these characters are really interacting with each other. And it's more insight into their motivations. So, you know, it's really a lot for the player to take further advantage of and increase their playtime and get more enjoyment out of the game. Yeah. Have you guys found this game's version of the Valkyries? Like there's um, uh, like hidden bosses that are a little bit harder than oh, they should be for the area. No, not yet. I've, I've killed one so far. Okay. Yeah. I think I've seen one in the area that I missed it. Um, just by, you know, just spoiling myself on videos. Uh, but I was like, holy shit, how did I miss that? Cause I really felt like that was the Baron's area. I think, am, am I right? Was there one in the Baron's area, Frank? Or did I didn't kill find that the one. one in Baron- I killed the one that was like in Alfheim. It was okay. in the elves area. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. See, I see. I'm missing those. Are they pretty hard to find, Valkyries? 
Yeah, you had because I'm always trying. Anytime I see a ca- uh, corridor, I'll go down it until I notice it's like if it's a quest to quest. But I'll go down it, kind of kill whatever's over there because there's those chests, and I'm like, I need that hack silver as much as I possibly can get. So mm. I'm always kind of checking those out. And then there's a doorway, and once you open the door, and you're just like, oh, okay, this guy's, you know, he rocks your ass right off the bat and teaches you a lesson. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things. Actually, I found two of them. So that's I found two of them. Um, and so then I was like, you know, I think, I, oh yeah, the other one was it actually in the desert. Um, okay. And I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I, I think I could get this guy. So I had to go. I had to do maybe seven attempts on him before I got him down. Um, sure. Because really they one when they hit you you realize like okay so it's a no mistake fight i gotcha and you can't make a mistake you have to 100 percent avoid everything and that feels good it's just enough elden ring before i'm like all right i'm out yeah. this game. <laughs> you know? so yeah the other guy though he was like not forgiving one inch so i was like okay i'll come mm. back to you when i got more armor what do you guys think about the armor in this game i i know that transmog is a thing once you get to level nine of the armor Oh, I really I can't that. wait for that. Okay. Yes, because right cool. now I, I'm wearing a piece of armor that has increased um, runic power, which I, I'm finding that I'm using more runic power than I expected to use. So I have increased runic power, but the shoulders look kind of lame in comparison to yeah. the other ones that I was using beforehand that had right. increased luck, which looked cool, but I was like, ah, they're just not as good. So I want to quickly level these shoulders up so I can transmog back to my old shoulders as fast as I can. What do you guys think about the gear? Hmm. Uh, so far, I'm just using the basic wraps of survival, like the first armor set that you get in the game because oh, really? i noticed as you upgrade it further along down the line you get like a huge stat boost at like level six or something mm. so i've been focusing all my hack silver and resources on upgrading that set to get stronger in the game yeah but they look great all the sets are amazingly well designed yeah yeah i mean i like uh i'm rocking this like a uh, i think it's like an elf made armor set uh because i found it in the barons and i did a couple of side questing there so it came with like mm-hmm. complete shoulders uh wrists and uh, ways because it was stacking uh, more strength and I'm kind of doing more strength than I am like defense or yeah. whatever. I feel like some Same. of the uh, armor just uh, will have the defense stat already on it. Uh, so my vit- vitality might be pretty low, but the defense is somewhat there, but I'm trying to just focus on strength. Uh, visually, I think the armor's pretty good. Um, I'm hoping to see more fancier ones when we get progressed through. Um, yeah. More bedazzled, right? Uh, but it's not so much of my armor. I'm, I guess I'm kind of changing the subject here, but the armor falls in it. I don't really care for the menu of changing your armor and gear and stuff. I feel like it's kind of messy to me. Um, it is. Yeah, I don't UI, like. Yeah, I don't like where it says like, okay, you can buy it back, but it's in the same spot as your craftable and the ones you're wearing. Mm-hmm. It, it almost like why is it still there, kind of thing. But maybe that's just me that I need to get used to it. But I do feel like when you brought up armor, that's the first thing I thought about is how kind of sloppy the menus the menus are yeah. to me. But that could just be a me thing. No, I agree with you. I, I feel like the UI has way too much information on there. Like it's a bit, yeah. a lot to process when you're first playing the game and trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember having that same issue with the first game. So I'm no, not too not sure what happened, what changed in particular. Yeah. But I do agree with you. I think it is a bit cluttered. What yeah, doesn't most help definitely. To, well, just to add on to that real fast, um, there are a lot more things to spend hack silver and ex- experience on. So you'll dump it all on your armor and then you realize like, oh, snap, I could have leveled my amulet, which unlocks more rune slots, which da 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 da, you know, like, or you'll do your all your XP and you're like, oh, I could have done the XP on this and then I've wasted that. I've done mm-hmm. it so many times where I also my axe is dope and I'm like, oh, that's right. You got to use the same XP on the damn blades. <laughs> and so, yeah, stuff like that. So, yeah, I feel like if it was a little less overwhelming, then uh, you wouldn't make those mistakes, I think. Yeah, yeah, I feel like right now I've been dumping a lot of my xp into the Leviathan axe and i feel like yeah. that's my main go-to i don't really know about the blades of chaos i'm sure they get better overall in the long run but you pro- you can probably speak more to that frank just that in the zone i'm in now you're finding a lot of frost people so you're using them way more because right. they're elementally advantaged um but I'm, I'm sure you guys are experiencing this too it's one level below the axe the entire time so it's actually worse than the axe which mm-hmm. feels very odd to me, and I'm hoping it gets fixed. But, but it doesn't matter if it gets fixed. Like, if I pick up another piece that lets me upgrade the axe or the, the um, blades, then I'm going to pick up the axe shortly after, and that's going to be ahead again. So the entire mm-hmm. time, the axe is just, like, one tier higher, which means for anything that it doesn't have an elemental advantage, you use the axe. I could be crazy to not use it. Uh, so I'm kind of feeling like 
Eh, that's too bad, you know. See, I find myself in uh, just situational, situational uh, uh, fights where I would switch before. So if there's a lot of enemies that are kind of around me, I use the blades because yeah. you're just swinging them uh, without any real direction. So maybe it's for that purpose more than it is power-wise or something. For the little guys, I'm using a lot of more runic abilities. Like that one, I don't know, I'm sure where you have it, where you like drag the axe on the ground and you throw ice at everybody in front of you. Oh, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I use that ability yeah. for a lot yeah. of the little guys. Um, or, oh, one of my favorite abilities, and I've, I think I've got it at gold now at this point because I've used it so much, is where you hook somebody and you spin them around and you throw them with the yep. axe. I love that, I love that ability. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I use that one a lot. <laughs> um, I, and I'm trying to be, because I know in the 2018 version, I was just hacking slash the entire time. I'm trying to be better about like, okay, using my stone to give me increased strength. Okay, power up my axe with frost. Now go. I'm trying to be better about that. And I think it's it's more rewarding in the long run. That's why I'm like leaning into runic power. I'm using a lot more luck too. I'm going into luck as well. So mm. I, I think it's working out in the long run. Yeah, for God of War difficulty, I've been relying on stun because then you can hit the R3 button to like do the insta-kill thing. Yeah. And that helps significantly along with the axe ability you mentioned where you can swing around and throw them off the platform kills yeah, them instantly. That's nice. So that's been a good strategy as well. <laughs> Poor Alfheim was raining elves, man. Everyone oh, yeah. was on platforms. Exactly. I'm like, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, man. Uh, let's, let's go back to Atreus real quick on the combat for him. Uh, his, you know, big abilities, he turns into the wolf and he's attacking as the wolf, uh, which is good. I, now, by the way, on Kratos, I'm using Valor, not Rage. So I heal myself oh, instead okay. of going into Rage mode. Uh, hmm. on him so i kind of like the fact that oh, okay on a trace i could still basically use rage mode i'm just a wolf and uh do you guys feel how do you feel using a trace versus kratos in combat wise uh i'll say uh, uh I'll, I'll say i mean i don't want to uh it's nice to have a break mm -hmm. i would say because you were talking about how they're similar button ways but yeah faster pace a trace whatever but mm -hmm. it's it, it definitely changes my uh um like I'm forced myself to change the way I use combat with Atreus to have a different feel. And I mostly, yeah, I'm shooting arrows, like just nonstop more than anything else. I'm only using my bow, which is like, whatever, when you're slashing with the bow, you're like, whatever, give me a weapon, right? A sword or something. But, uh, only when I'm really close to them. Um, so I guess I intentionally have a, um, play that style in a way to feel yeah. something different. So, but I enjoy it though. I mean, it's I'm fun. Doing, it's a nice I'm doing break. melee with him still, but I, but I to me, I use melee, then I pepper the bow in. But you're saying you actually mm. go bow first, bow first, and then when they get close to me, then I'll start. Uh, I see, uh, swinging on them. Okay, I really uh, like Atreus as a character because I tend mm -hmm. to rely more on my side partner, my supporting character. Like I use Sindri a lot, as well as Angerboda. Yeah, yeah. like both of their abilities combine really well with Atreus's. And, you know, for me, playing God of War difficulty, that was a lifesaver. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. like, holy crap, how am I going to kill these guys just as Atreus? Mm -hmm. And not to mention, visually, <laughs> uh, playing Atreus is more interesting than playing as Kratos, in my opinion. Yeah. And mm -hmm. also, like, I don't know if you guys used his shield, but it looks freaking cool. I love his shield. Like, yeah, when you cool. react, yeah. when you actually, like, do a count on his shield, he actually does, like, the dispersal thing. And I'm like, Doctor Strange, baby. It's so pretty Exactly. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just really enjoy how nimble he is and how quickly he moves around the battlefield. And, yeah. you know, they're really good counterbalances between each other. They are. And the Shield Breaker, too, is something I think it's new in this game. Uh, is feeling rewarding, too, because when you get a Shield Breaker off in time. Oh, yeah. It's so like, sweet. oh, just opening <laughs> enough opportunity for me to unleash hell on this guy. It's great. I do love that. That's what I loved about the Nidhogg fight is that you have to rely on that shield bash to interrupt his attacks. And, you know, it does kind of feel like an MMO in ways because you're kind of doing these one man boss encounters. Yeah. Similarly to how you would play a character in Warcraft. Yeah. I will say Atreus's combat is going to get an upgrade for you guys here in the next one. He's going to get a little uh, assistance. It. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> where, where are we going to next, Kyle? Well, we talked about visuals. How about we go into that next? Like how the game looks and how it sounds, that kind of stuff. Like what, what stood out to yeah. you? Oh, as the like skin a, texture oh, shit on moment. Kratos is so freaking mm -hmm. good, right? Holy cow. The character models are outstanding. And before oh. we get into this, I want to ask you both, like, are you playing on performance mode or quality mode? Uh, uh, I'm playing performance, performance mode. Yeah, performance. yeah okay, I'll, I'll I always go performance. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's like, even on performance mode, it, how does the quality even look better than what it is right now? Fair. You know, it's like, indeed, at some point of, you know, focusing 
on that picture when it already looks beautiful anyway. So yeah. definitely playing on performance. Yeah. I mean, just having 60 frames, like the game is so amazing to like behold and play and just, you know, witness this in such a silky smooth frame rate. It's just really mm-hmm. breathtaking at times. Yeah. I, I'm not one to really normally complain when somebody says, oh, it's 30 frames per second. But then I was watching videos on Gotham Knights because I'm eventually going to get that over the next couple of months. Oh, man. We're going to. And my God, <laughs> you, you, there's such a huge difference in 60 to 30. And so like that confirmed me like, oh, I'm definitely getting this game on PC then because I'm not going to play at 30 frames. I'm now one of those like 30 frame bros that's all worried about yeah. it. Uh, but this game is gorgeous and I'm, yeah, I'm playing on performance. I can't imagine it getting upgraded. A matter of fact, like Heimdall, the way his eyes they, like glow and stuff like that, like how do you get, how are you going to improve that? This game can't Ooh. be improved. Atreus. You're teasing us. You're teasing I know, us. A little bit I am. Atreus, <laughs> wait till you fight him. That motherfucker. Because he can read oh, minds. So he knows great. everything you're about to do. Everything. Nice. Yeah, that's really crazy. Huh. <laughs> you get your ass handed to you. Um, but uh, Atreus, I think, could be upgraded a little bit. But I think a lot of that is because they actually had to upgrade the character at last moment. Because he was going to be younger at first. And they had to make him older real fast. So uh, that being said, he still looks really good in the game. What about uh, the bosses? I think all look distinct, very, you know, very cool looking. Um, Freya looks cool. I like when she attacks you as a Valkyrie. And it's like, oh, yeah, that I was mean, a that cool opening, fight. actually, yeah. that opening scene, really, where you're fighting yeah. on the. Oh, my God. I was like, what a way to start this game. <laughs> this is so crazy. Yeah. That was so good. Yeah. Anything else visually you guys want to talk about? I mean, I mean, each of the realms yeah. are so distinct, right? Like we go. have, of course, Midgard and all the Fimble Winter stuff. And then you go to Alfheim and you actually see the bottom of the soul well, which I thought yeah. was really mm-hmm. interesting visually. And then you move on to Vanaheim and you take in all the sounds of nature and all that stuff. And it was just really visually distinct and diverse, which I, as a gamer, really enjoy. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, bring up the character, uh, the images of each character, because who I really fell in love with, and I think this might be my favorite version of him, is the Thor in this yep. in this game. Isn't that a trip? Uh, I think yeah. It, I think of any, and, and and honestly, we've only had the beginning. Well, unless you know you got a, you're a little farther, and I expect him to be popping up if you Much saw more. Already. More, by the way, in the next <laughs> yeah, area. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like just that little bit in the beginning. I was like, this. I think this is my what favorite is Thor ever. Like portrayed like i love this guy i love the way i just love everything about him and even odin where himself is like i love odin more skinnier but you know he's wiser and you know like his mentality when he when he's there with thor he's like i know i'm the fucking strongest guy in this building right now so or his attitude wise right but he doesn't look that but he knows it and that's what i really like about him as well so i think it's it just continues with uh santa monica and and um making these gods come to life uh, for us, even way back in the original God of Wars, uh, this is how like if, if I think of anything when it comes to mythology, I'm always going to reference in my mind the the Santa Monica creating uh, their image of each god because I yeah. just I I haven't seen one I did not care about yet. So Odin is played by Richard Schiff. Uh, he's from The West Wing. He's from he's in um, Man of Steel. He's in a lot of stuff and. Mm-hmm. It comes through. He's such a good actor. You could tell they're like, okay, we got to actually get a really good actor for this. And the way when he has conversations, like the whole point is that uh, Balder was tricked into being an idiot. And and you're like, man, that's so silly. And then when you're talking to Odin, he has such a cool charisma about him. That you're like, I could I could follow this guy to hell and back. Like I I really could see that mm-hmm. happening. Um, that's such that's such good casting. Good writing all around. Really good job on this character. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of want to help him a lot, actually. Yeah, it's tricky. Hmm. Hmm. And just to touch on Thor again, like you mentioned to us before the recording, Frank, that he's played by Ryan Hurst. Yes. And I couldn't think of a better pick to play Thor. Like that guy is amazing at everything he does. Yeah, I hate this Thor in all the right ways. I, mm. I want him to die so bad. <laughs> I just want Thor to die. Um, wow, that's strong words. You, you get so much more of him in the next one, I'm telling you right now. Oh, I just man, wanna, I can't okay. wait. God damn it. 
Atreus needs a companion too, guys. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there it is. Get he's Atreus' companion. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh, such man. a douche. <laughs> oh, man. Because <sighs> he killed all the giants, so he's not a big fan of Atreus either. So, you know, there's all that. So, killed all the giants that he thinks he knows of. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, where are we at in regards to how we're seeing this play out for the year of 2022? Is this game of the year material? Do you yes. say? <laughs> I think it's between this I and mean, Elden Ring right now. I can't think of. It's a very good. This is a. I think it's a 2018 return. I, I like 2018 was that year where it's just like what do you such pick? a great year. Yeah. I think we're in the middle of that again because we have Elden Ring. I think Horizon deserves at least an nomination. Of we have mm, a lot coming maybe. up. Um and yeah, I, I would I would argue that this probably should be up for, if not the winner, got a uh, game of the year. See, I was thinking about that, and I was comparing it to Elder Ring, and I was like, okay, so I think God of War is gonna, I mean, should win, to be honest, and Elder Ring, Elder Ring, okay, beautiful world, right? God of mm-hmm. War, beautiful world. Okay, now we get into the story. Okay, in Elder Ring, you have to kind of dig for that story instead of having this beautifully told story to you with a God of War, right? Visually, uh, um, graphic-wise, I mean, uh, God of War, hands down, right? Elder right. Ring looks like any other Dark Souls game that comes out. There's nothing, nothing to it. But uh, it's kind of like the emotions, right? When the story is being told and you're playing it and whatever, and that and and uh, it, it pulls the strings sometimes. And I was telling it to Frank, but like even like the little moments of when Atreus uh, got to turn into a whatever wolf or fox he was, and he's running down the mountain, mm-hmm. just like man, that's just just like a warm feeling inside. Uh, with uh, Elden Ring, you know, uh, after one headset broken later, <laughs> you know, you feel <laughs> all you get, all you get. Oh, the ring is just like, okay, the relief of like, oh, I accomplished it. You know, like this is dope. It makes you feel, you know, like you're a champion, right? After one big boss, right? But that's all I get with Elder Ring besides the monsters and visually looking um, stunning. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I To me, it's God of War on, on many stats. Good. I think good in regards to the two of those games, I think you're either thinking more about God of War's narrative or Elden Ring's gameplay. And which one really did the best out of those two? And it's hard to compare them because they're so different from each other. Mm-hmm, but yeah. in a lot of ways, they're also kind of similar because they're redesigning upon their previous iterations and taking yeah. their form of gameplay even further or their story even further. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's really a toss up at this point. Yeah, I, I the emotions, though, is something that Elden Ring can't touch. You really made a good point. This True. Season. It's got me I thinking. Mean, it, because one argument I could say is that the thrill of triumphing over a boss in Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah it's but not at the, the same, same time, degree in God of War. True. But yeah, yeah, it's also present in God of War. Like I'm playing on God of War difficulty. When I defeat a boss well, in that game, I feel that same accomplishment. Kyle is just slamming that at us that he's playing on the God of War difficulty. He's reminding us. Yeah, every five minutes. That but he's I will say he freaking deserves it because there's no chance in hell. I, I will eventually tiptoe into it. I'm not starting the game off that. I need to see what yeah. Oda looks like. I'm not going to die to the wolves in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I totally get that. I mean, to each yeah. their own. You know, I'm I'm a masochist. I prefer beating yeah, my head over and over against the same so challenge. Yeah. I do. But that being said, on Elden Ring, like I would love to. Exp- I tried Elden Ring, guys, and I'm just apparently not a good gamer because I got my ass handed to me so hard. Like two hours into that game, I was like, "How do I return this again?" Like I was yeah. done. And it's not about you know whether you're a good gamer or not. It's basically you yourself. It wasn't my right? kind of game. Yeah, and, right. and, and, right. and yeah. but I will say for this game, okay, so it has a sliding scale, so right off the bat, it's more welcoming. And then when I'm in it. It has a lot of the elements that Elden Ring's trying to accomplish. I am doing dodge. I'm doing block. I'm timing those out perfectly. I'm learning how to respond to things based off of what it's weak to and whatever. And mm-hmm. it's because of the sliding scale, maybe, or whatever it is, or the way it's presented, it's more inviting. And I'm actually be- becoming better at combat through playing the game. And Elden Ring's far as high in the beginning to where it's kind of like, okay, well, you have this moment to discover if you're good or bad at this. And then you're done. I remember I was like out in the open world. I got just got there. I came across a guy on a horse who, you know, showed yeah. me what the dirt tastes like real quick. And <laughs> I had to go around him and found another guy that did the same damn trick. And so I'm like, well, man, what am I supposed to do? I hit my head on the wall for like an hour and a half before I was like, okay, I, I just, I'm done with this. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Cause yeah, the openings are night and day. I mean, God of War, it's like just a cinematic 
action packed. So cinematic. Know. So mm. so just wicked with the fight that you're doing with the Freya and then Elder Ring. You're just like, okay, doors open, go off, and you're like, fuck, man, where do I go? Yeah. So, which I mean can be a plus for others, but yeah, welcoming, I guess you could say, like you said. Well. Yeah. Yeah, Frank, you hit the nail on the head, I think. It's more accessible of a game. And I think a lot of people that are not really inclined to the genre can approach it more easily because of how many options there are, as you mentioned, that you can toggle on or off. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really impressed by not just that, but, you know, in recent Sony games like Last of Us, like, there's a lot of different options you can toggle to increase, like, the presence of a UI or take it away to get more immersed That's in the nice- game. Like that's something I think Elden Ring does lack. It does have problems with its accessibility. Yeah. And even with the UI, I think God of War could probably add a little bit more because like when you're on Atreus, he does mention, which I do like that. He's like, man, I sure wish I had a compass. He doesn't have the compass that God, that, that Kratos has. So you literally are missing that part of the UI because he just doesn't have the compass on him. So mm-hmm. you're like waiting, like, can you ask somebody for a compass just so you have it so I could use it? Like, it's just kind of, it's cool story-wise, but also... You don't have a compass when you're playing as a Atreus. <laughs> that kind of sucks. I actually did not notice that. Yeah. The it, compass. He's got I'm it down. on his on his belt. So it's like, damn. Mm. <laughs> I'm damn. Um, so you brought up Horizon. I don't want to like veer out too much, but uh no. have you beaten Horizon Horizon 2? I have not. And okay. I love the game. I, played I love a little playing bit it. it, but yeah. I haven't beaten it. Yeah. See, I started number one twice and just never finished it. And I told myself after God of War, I, I you know, I'm gonna dive into this. I'm gonna beat number one, I'm gonna get number two. But then you're like, fuck, man. Right around the corner is uh, hi, uh, High on Life, that Rick and Morty oh, yeah. game. Yeah, that's I'm right. definitely playing that. And then shortly after that is going to be that, um, uh, I was like in December. Oh, anyway, after that, it's going to be Harry Potter. There's something else between those two. Is there, uh, is Harry, is Legacy coming out? Callisto Protocol is coming out. Yeah. Is Harry Potter Legacy coming yeah, out? Yeah, that's what it was. I'm definitely playing that day one. Absolutely. I think uh, it's a dis- is it a December or a beginning next year thing for Harry Potter? I don't remember. I'm looking at it. Up, I think it's February. It's February 10th. Yeah. February, yeah. okay. Because yeah. before that is um, for PlayStation only is that uh, Forsaken that looks really good too. Getting mm. my money immediately. I love. I yeah. can't wait for that game. That looks so fun. <sighs> looks fast, but it looks a lot of Treus <laughs> actually. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. <laughs> um, but there's just a lot coming out, so I'm trying to. I'm going to try to fit Horizon in there. I'm gonna do it for you, Frank. I got to finish it up. I enjoy it a lot, but I only got maybe halfway through before I was like, just another game came along and yeah. stopped me because that game, I was yeah. 100 percenting everything as I went. And that's what it me didn't down help that Elden Ring came out in the same month. It came out the week <laughs> after, which sucks for that four game. Yeah. It just yeah. like, it's like, Hey guys, here's a stunning game. And Elden Ring comes out like, okay, chop. Yeah. Liver. Everybody's Nobody's talking Elden, about yeah. it. That sucks. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like yeah. uh, Sonic came out. Right next to God of War, so it's like so true. Oh, nah, such a good what are you point. doing to yourself at that point? You're None like, of no, us has talked gonna... about Sonic Frontiers at all on <laughs> no. any of our podcasts. You're the first person to bring it up. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Kevin man. could surprise us. Who knows? He's yeah. not. He's playing God of he's War. He's a big right Sonic now. fan. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he's fighting Freya oh, uh, while he's writing Wolves right now. Oh, I mean, he could have played a little bit before uh, he got that PS5 delivered to him. So yeah, he yeah. got that a couple Possibly. hours. In. <laughs> he, he played he played Horizon on PS4 and he says never again. I'm only going PS5, mm. which I gotta say I not to this is elitist of me. Don't make a game for the PS4 no more. Who gives a shit about them? Because I'm so tired of me having to crawl through <laughs> crevices in God of War because of the PS4 people and they literally said like we wouldn't have to do that except for we have to put loading screens in for the PS4 people. So make them buy a yeah. cheaper game. My PS5 doesn't need that shit, yeah. so don't make me do it. Why am yeah. I having to feel it? <laughs> That sucks. You know, that's probably another topic for another time. I had to say it. But, yeah. you know, we <laughs> still have new releases on the old generation. Like, that's never really been heard of before. It's the pandemic did it, though, because we, but, it, there's just not yeah, enough PS5s to go around. Options. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It could definitely be something we could talk about more of. It's like, what, two years since the PS5 release? And Kevin just got his? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I just got mine for summer. days, too, though. Yeah. There's scalpers for days, too, though. So, I mean... Thank God, because that's how I got yeah. mine. Thank you, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, Sammy. I mean, you got those people that are buying 10 PS5s, and it's like, gosh, damn, man, you got a kid that's crying for one. Yeah. So You so. just got you to find a pocket scalper like we got here with Sammy. That's, that's Yeah. <laughs> the next system comes up, and we'll be ringing him up. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. you do. What's your magic? But I need this. <laughs> the PS6. Yeah. So. I, I don't even say it. Oh, my God. Never mind. The PS5 is fine. Don't upgrade it right now. I, yeah. I want to oh buy another system right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's rumors of a rework coming out next year too. A new design. Don't do that. What? No way. Yeah. Oh man. Who knows? Another PS5 Pro. I have the Steam Deck. I don't need another Switch, but (laughs) I'm okay with them updating the Switch. But that's the only one. Everything Mm. else is fine. Yeah, the Switch needs an update. Yeah. I just got the OLED version. I think it's pretty good. Oh, did you? I think yeah. It, yeah mm-hmm. I think it looks beautiful. The screen it's itself, great. but I'm waiting for that. You know, 4K. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say you want the 4K because the Nintendo games itself look really beautiful on the screen. Yeah, just the graphics. It's a shame too because so, so. games like Breath of the Wild, I think, would just be overall improved for it. But Nintendo just seems so committed to just having, you know, the least designed console. Yeah, like with it's, Pokemon coming yeah. out next week. I'm sure you're oh, excited that's for that, Frank. One. Shit, that's right. I'm never going to have money. <laughs> I'm just never going to be a rich person. It's not going to happen. Fit. For me, it's time. It's just time's really hard <sighs> to devote now, Shit. which I'm, I'm sure you two off. can relate to. And we got, yeah. we got, I mean, above all things, guys, I'm a one track pony on this. World of Warcraft's got a new expansion coming out. And once that happens, the world yeah. shuts down for me. So, yeah. Busy that times. Better, busy times. Yeah. Yeah. Hurry up and finish that God of War. <laughs> oh, you guys got to catch up with me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm living that Asgard it. life right now. I've had conversations uh, with Odin. I'm just saying. <laughs> this fucking guy spoiling shit. I know shit. exactly what Odin's doing. <laughs> I, I can't get over how thrilled you are to be the one who has the most experience so far. I was trying hard to do because I expected you to beat the game by the time I talked to you. After how, what you did to poor Cyberpunk, who's just trying to be a good game that lasts a long time, and you're beating its ass hey, in I, a week. <laughs> I had a great time with it. No <laughs> we're gonna be doing uh oh should we spoil this yeah let's do this let's do yeah, it let's do it all right guys we're bringing back one of our i mean not one of it is easily our most popular show level up uh for season three and kevin is going to be helming it with uh, me joining along and uh god i cannot wait for that that's gonna be we're gonna be doing it monthly so uh which is what it was before too during season two but we've we had to like stop it for a while while we we're getting all the shows because you know we have round three and stuff like that great shows but they're a lot of work um so Level Up's coming back, and uh, first game's going to be Cyberpunk. We're going to be talking about Cyberpunk. In the new year, yes. In the new really year, excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. We know you guys want it. We see those listens like, Jesus Christ. Okay, guys, we get it. <laughs> so it's coming back. <laughs> Anything else you want for pushing buttons before we close this one out? Final thoughts on God of War as Go of now. It. It's gorgeous. and yeah. Amazing game. I'm feeling emotions. I was ready to kill his bear, and then all of a sudden I find out it's my son, and I'm like, no, what have I done? Yeah, that's what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's crazy because I, I mean, in the longest time, I don't have any complaints about this game. And the one yeah. time I was like maybe feeling something, it was because I was playing for a long time, and you see like an area to go to, you're like, I'm getting tired of just exploring. I'm ready to just go through the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really think that's really a real complaint. But other than that, man, this game is just near perfect. Yeah, yeah, it easily improves upon the 2018 God of War in every way. I I think mm-hmm. it's outstanding. I'm really enjoying my time with it, as well as exploring all the different realms. Mm-hmm. Just fantastic game. And with that being said, uh, I think that's it for us this week. Uh, thanks for joining us once again, Squeaks. I hope it was a good first time for you. Wonderful first time. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Frank. I, I love hanging out. That's, that's always good. And with that being said, uh, we'll see you on the next one. Love you.